Well, I can see you boys aren't like the usual hooligans hanging around here. Like these two fellas, uh, Buff, Code, and Beaver. <laughs> Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Buff Coat and Beaver, a Beavis and Butthead podcast. I am Clay Cunningham, joined as always by my illustrious co-host Adam Kurtz. And Adam, you as someone who has played, coached, and broadcasted the sport, I'm sure you are familiar with the saying that in baseball, momentum only lasts as long as the next pitch. But when it came to the career of singer-songwriter Meredith Brooks... Momentum only lasted as long as the next bitch. Uh, I don't even. I saw where it was going about probably two sentences or three beats before you got there. Hey, as soon as I heard Jared Brooks and um, <laughs> I, I, I had I, 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 yeah, I, I had to work like a torturously long like four day baseball tournament in the spring. I came up with that joke ten minutes into it and. It was all downhill from there, but from it, I think that's a decent joke if you get it, but it doesn't matter, because we're not here to critique my comedic stylings. We are here, as always, to talk about Beavis and Butthead. This week, I think we've got a fun little twofer. I don't, this is my first, this is a fun episode of season four, I think. Um, it's uh, episodes where Beavis and Butthead uh, exercise their creativity, what we're going to be talking about today are uh, Late Night with Butthead and Animation Sucks. Adam, I know you just watched them, and I I can see, I know the Adam Kurtz, I'm chomping at the bit look when I see it. So let's get right in to Late Night with Butthead. It aired April 14th, 1994. It was the 12th episode of season four. As so many of these are, they are written by Christopher Brown and Mike Judge. Oh, and Joe Stillman joined in, uh, directed by Mike Judge. Synopsis, Beavis and Butthead attempt to do their own version of David Letterman's late-night talk show for a school project. Adam, what have you got to say about Late Night with Butthead? Um, they start off uh, asleep, you know? I, I enjoy a good... They're sawing logs, if you will. Um, and then uh, I believe butthead falls asleep on or he kind of rolls over into beavis's crotch which leads them to slap each other around a little bit um classic 90s gay panic yes <laughs> yes uh i i think this is uh beavis and butthead and david letterman kind of have a love affair so i i'm sure i doubt the sh- this episode was okayed by letterman but i'm sure like letterman appreciated uh, this episode, I, he appreciated Beavis and Butthead um, in general, so I'm sure he appreciated this. But well, that was it, like, well, I, like because they get in and they watch Letterman. That's his voice. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so they, they Beavis uh, suggests turning on Letterman, but he re- refers to him as the old guy who likes to break stuff. Um, mm. And then uh, Letterman lending his voice. <laughs> the top ten is the top ten ways to break stuff. Yeah. Um, Beavis refers to him as Letter Dude, but Butthead knows uh, Letterman by name. So, um, mutual respect there. Uh, and one thing to point out, um, I guess, because if you watch this on the Mike Judge collection, that scene's not there. They they cut that out, which... Hmm. 
is I mean I don't know that it's necessarily like a great scene, but it is because like yeah, Letterman was a huge champion of this show, and it really I mean the episode can still work without it, but it really ties in well because you know how I like you know well constructed stories from a from a writing perspective and this kind of leads into it well so it kind of surprised me that it was cut out especially since they actually got a david letterman uh appearance there yeah that's really weird i wonder if it's like a viacom or cbs rights or something like that uh that seems really weird yeah um so beavis and butthead uh, think that they can do this you know obviously they they want to do it for money and chicks I do enjoy them dreaming of money and chicks, and the dream is them doing the same exact shit they're doing, except it's stacks of money and chicks are yeah. sitting around them. They're, they're just, yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> it could have just been like an animation cell just wiped across just women in bikinis, just sitting there saying and doing nothing. That is a great scene. So uh, the guys actually follow up on this uh, idea that they can do this. And uh, they consult Mr. Van Driesen, who, uh, <laughs> you know, wants to hear their ideas. And <laughs> I can't remember. I didn't write down exactly what he said, but Budhead thinks that he's coming on to him. And, you know, it's like, yeah, like I want to I'm going to close my eyes and I want you to wow me with your concept. And I believe Budhead said, is that <laughs> allowed that on school grounds? Yes. Um, so, but before this, when Van Driesen is kind of talking through all this stuff uh, and asking about this, Beavis is just smelling his fingers, which yes. is uh, fantastic. Uh, there's a, a dream sequence or, you know, they're describing where, it, where Butthead actually becomes uh, David Letterman. That's what the, he's envisioning, the concept mm-hmm. of the show. I love Beavis as Paul Schaefer. I absolutely oh, yeah. love it. They, they introduces Beavis and he's in the sunglasses and uh, a, pencil of, <laughs> a pencil, of course, gets, uh, you know, butthead's tapping it along and it springs mm-hmm. over right into Beavis's, uh, through his glass, glasses into his eye. Uh, Mr. Van Driesen okays it, though. He goes, just tone down the violence and yeah, you got it. Yeah, I, I love to because the implication there was I think Butthead actually told him that he was going to throw a pencil through his eye. <laughs> um, so uh, Mr. Van Driesen okay's it. So they, they go into a classroom and they're going to shoot. They shoot late night with Butthead, and uh, I don't know the fat kid's name. He's very large, but he's behind the camera and. Uh, they're not prepared whatsoever, obviously. Butthead has, uh, he introduces Beavis, who is playing the keyboard. So I guess they did prepare yeah. in that aspect, but he pushes it. He's just hitting the keys <laughs> randomly and it falls off the desk. Um, Butthead had thought of one joke, which isn't just even a joke. He just says boner fied. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm uh, boner fied. <laughs> His guest is, uh, of course, Beavis, because they couldn't get any guests. Uh, The camera catches Beavis smelling his finger yet again. Uh, When Beavis makes his way over, he kind of gets camera shy. He doesn't say anything forever. Um, And then uh, doesn't even laugh. Not even even a laugh out of Beavis, just sitting there in silence. Um, And then they remember... Uh, as as it's about to close, 
Beavis remembers the um, the old hand trick where you you use somebody else's and it looks yeah. like a part of the female anatomy, which uh, I really remember. A now deceased um, high school uh, uh, classmate who was really into that. Yeah, but uh, later, but that's immediately who I thought of. Was just like, yeah, that kid was kind of a loser. (laughs) (laughs) Not to speak ill of the dead or anything. Well, I'm going to, yeah. But they they put their hands together, they opened it up, and that's the trick. And uh, that, which by the way, I I I didn't know if that had a name. Um, so I just put in hand vagina trick, and so many articles about fisting. Like, like an alarming amount of, of fisting articles. But yeah, I don't think if anybody knows of it. Search. Yeah, I, I just said hand vagina trick, which I mean, I guess I, I get. But um, yeah, if anybody out there has a name, let us know. But that's just, yeah, but. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, that was, it was a short, uh, sweet episode and uh, late night with Butthead. A success. I mean, it got produced. So I, I applaud yeah. Beavis and Butthead for, you know, seeking out a dream and uh, creating it. And who knows how well it did or where it aired at Highland High. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they, they did it. And kudos to them. Yes, they, they showed some rare, rare ingenuity. Um, I think I, need, I immediately noticed, too, like when they're in the... Uh, <laughs> Van Driesen, like he's forced to host the the AV club in a janitor's closet, and we show it, and there's like right next to him, there's a mop that's literally dripping water. So the janitor had to have interrupted the meeting to put the the, the mop in there. And I, I have to feel like that's somebody, either like you know the animation department or one of the writers, or maybe both, was writing from experience there, <laughs> because uh, yeah, those kids are dorks. That's uh, that's just call it like it is. Um, Cassandra's I like the, in that, right? It was Cassandra. Yes, yes, Cassandra, uh, and I, I like to like the 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 pencil tap because you and I were both big Letterman fans growing up, and like I do remember him always tapping the pencil on the uh, on the desk, which uh, it was a nice nice little nod to to Letterman, which kind of again makes it all the more surprising that 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 got cut um, from from the well at least the Judge collection. And I did like a a two part thought on uh, the actual show itself, which I believe was just actually called Late Night Show with uh, or Late TV Show with Butthead. Just Late <laughs> TV Show was the name of it. Um, I think it's, I mean, naturally it's fun that we see that obviously they're only capable of entertaining themselves. So a show that they do would just be unwatchable, except. This almost feels like a precursor to what's become like the anti-talk show, which is like a real thing now, like to a certain extent, like, uh, I don't know, like the Eric Andre show is one that, um, or I don't know if you, well, I know you have, but if you remember the the Ed Schrader show, like the infamous Tom Myers stand-up, if if you have, if yeah, it's, uh. If you ever need to take a bong hit transplant, uh, yes, you'll you'll remember that great one. Now, obviously, like these are types of shows that, um, you know, the people doing it have talent, and there is something like interesting being done, which is more so than Beavis and Butthead. You're just literally doing, yeah, it's just that. First, I mean, also just like 
I always love just when they have like the little like their eyes bulge and stuff like that. And you see both of their eyes just pop out of their heads when they see like that vaguely vaginal handshake, which man, those those guys would just bust if they got within six inches of an actual vagina. It's just uh but you know, um you're right though, because that the anti talk show, like there's a lot of awkwardness, mm-hmm. you know, silence. There's no real flow or rhythm, which it was by design in those shows now. But yeah, I yeah. credit Mike Judge and Beavis and Butthead. Well, there's one too. Yeah, like um, I don't know anybody who's following the uh, the transition from Come Town to the Adam Friedland show. They're just doing like a low effort video one, and literally one of they they filmed an episode. They edited, one of the guys was just talking behind a ladder, like they just thrown like a bunch of garbage. <laughs> and set their chairs behind it and one of them was sitting behind a ladder the whole time it's uh so yeah it's ahead of its time solid episode i wouldn't say a classic but um but uh yeah but were the videos classic adam well let's find out we got a three for here uh see you in hell by grim reaper sacred emotion by donny osmond and fathom by greta adam anything that jumped out to you here uh, on the Grim Reaper video, there's actually a Letterman connection because Mike Judge, on one of his appearances on Letterman, uh, explained that he ran into the guitar player of Grim Reaper, and he was initially nervous, and mm-hmm. uh, the guitar player said he would have lost respect for the show had they said the video was cool. Yeah. So uh, I thought that was interesting. They also threw a spoonful of some sort of white substance. I don't know what the hell the spoonful was at the TV, but it hit the TV and dripped down. I, I rewound it. There was no yogurt or anything like that. Like, you just have to, I don't know what the substance was. I, um, I feel like you're implying something, Adam, but I... I, 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 I really, okay. I rewound, I was like, well, maybe they had a, I mean, a spoonful would be weird in that instance, but I, I just, yeah. I don't know what it was. And they don't, they rarely fling stuff at the TV. That's what drew me uh, to it. Right. Um, I do like Butthead at the end of the video saying, stop in the name of all that does not suck. <laughs> um, Donny Osmond's Sacred Emotion. What a weird video. Like a bunch of dudes like raising a barn in the middle of the desert. Yeah. And like he's the only one with a shirt on, which they they claimed is because Donny has saggy pecs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then uh, Greta Fathom, there's a toilet in it, and it kind of rocks, so they're all about it. They get some uh, side-to-side swaying and some head-banging as well there. Um, In addition to those videos, though, Clay, I did want to bring up, uh, it's August 21st, so this is a few weeks ago, August 3rd, uh, the Letterman YouTube channel released the supercut of the Letterman appearances uh, in Beavis and Butthead together, which it's about a 13-minute video of uh, oh. all the times uh, that they were mentioned or featured on Letterman, uh, or that they interacted, and uh, it's good. It's worth a watch if, if you guys at home haven't seen it. Clay, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but I, I enjoyed it. Letterman had Siskel and Ebert on. It starts off Letterman with Siskel and Ebert, and he's like, hey, guys, uh, what do you think of the show? And they're like, oh, it's great. It's great. And then 
as soon as Letterman leaves, they start doing Beavis and Butthead impressions, which is really odd. So, okay. Um, a, well, yeah, they did. They did give the movie two thumbs up. So. So yeah, it's uh, it, it's really it's worth your time uh, to see all the interactions between Letterman and the boys. So uh, yeah, I wanted to get that in uh, on this episode. So uh, I, I, that brought more to it for me. But yeah. Okay. I, wasn't wasn't uh, an all timer, but it's definitely worth a watch. And I think just seeing Butthead as Letterman and Beavis as Paul Schaefer is worth the episode in general. Yes, but uh, yeah, Grim Reaper, you know, favorite of the show. I think we mentioned in our last episode with Sarah, they're the only band to have every music video they ever did uh, parodied on Beavis or not par- or showed on Beavis and Butthead. But I do love. Uh, there's there's a lot of good stuff in there, like because it does have a Spinal Tap look, and I think I love Buttheads. I'm like, this isn't Spinal Tap. This sucks. And then at one point, talking to the lead singer, he just says, "Look at his face," which is <laughs> just two really simple and effective put downs. Um, yeah, I like the the Donny Osmond that they said his dad was Lee Harvey Osmond, which was uh, really lame but also funny. And uh, they confuse Mormons with morons, which frankly I don't know the difference. Oh wow! <laughs> hey man. Oh, Utah is a beautiful state, though. So, um, but yeah, yeah, that video is just just pure. 90s cheese it's awful and this is uh the second greta video we have as we also did uh uh what you wanted in radio sweethearts and uh yeah you mentioned the toilet appearance i uh, like that uh beavis said i wonder if there's a turd to it <laughs> you know butthead a lot of times gets aggravated but here he just like that's a good question beavis <laughs> so uh yeah good stuff all around a solid episode i'd say i i agree i would uh you know, I was going to defend Mormons there, but uh, Tal Bachman, an ex-Mormon and one of my favorites, is oh, uh, really yeah. speaking out against the church. So is he? I can't go against my guy, Tal. Why, well, you'd be a damn fool to try. Um, oh, I thought I was going to no try. no one's too high above him. Oh, yeah. I, you beat me to it. I That's, you know, well. Now in my shame, I'm just going to kick it to a commercial break. But we will be right back to, to, to discuss... Animation sucks after this word about it. Me and anyone else who has smoked pot can tell you after you smoke pot, you do not feel like going off and fighting a revolution. Everyone smoked pot back then. Paul Revere would be galloping down the street like, I think the British are coming, dudes. Luckily for me, I got enough. I can share. (laughs) You guys have been a great crowd. That's my time. Thank you very much. Thank you. Woo-hoo! I want to feel heavy metal. Woo-hoo! And a pins and a needles. Woo-hoo! When I lie and I'm easy all of the time, but I'm never sure why I need you. Please, I need you. Whoa! Anyway, that's uh, that is a song too by Blur, as uh, sung by Fred Schneider of the of the B52s. Um, folks at home, Clay loves 
his Fred Schneider impression. He loves to do songs as Fred Schneider. It's uh, it's. I'm glad they every I, all of you have got to hear yes. it now. It's, now it's now great. dozens of now dozens of people have uh, you know now that they're thought <laughs> they're not too busy doing the tofu scramble. They're here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, Adam, tell the folk give us give us some background information about Animation Sucks. April eighth, nineteen ninety five is when it aired, and uh, Mike Judge directed it, as did Yvette Kaplan. Billy Aronson and Christopher Brown wrote it. Beavis and Butthead draw violent cartoons in Van Driesen's class. Take it well, away. Okay, I'll start by saying, uh, if we can go back to the air date and say, uh, happy 35th birthday to my mom on uh, April 8th, 1995, which I believe is at least the second time I've wished her a belated happy birthday on this show. But um, it uh, it begins with uh, yeah Van Driesen announcing that he's going to uh, let the class make all these drawings and then present them to a filmmaker who's going to turn them into animated films. I like that he's discussing like all the boundless options you have with animation like life class that's what animation is and the whole time it's literally just a still shot of beavis and butthead with their dumb faces like not moving and it only it's 22 seconds 22 seconds yeah yeah (laughs) and it's it only interrupted when uh butthead realizes uh van driesen said the phrase pull off um, which he didn't recognize right away, which I think was done really just to, you know, drive the point home. But it's a, even though you get it after a while, it's still funny to see how long it drags on. Um, but after that, uh, Van Driesen presents them with a video he made, which I guess was, uh, animated by Yvette Kaplan. I believe I heard that on one of the, uh, late night morning wood shows, but a friend of the program, Sean Beard did, but, um, and it's a, a cartoon. There's like a green guy and a purple guy talking about how, like, I hate you because you look different. And they, they stick each other with bayonets and they see that they bleed blue. And then, ah, let's live in harmony. And it just, like, morphs into the earth. It's like, it really makes just, it's, yeah, it, it's really about what you'd expect from Van Driesen. And I kind of want, like, this is a nice counter to that whole, like, you know, static shot of nothing and this is one of the things that i love about the show is they didn't need to do it not only do we see van driesen's shadow come up like through the projector as you do it he's making a peace sign with his hand and it's it's like it just just one of those things like yeah you don't have to do it but i love that they did it's such a nice touch and it's completely in character and just i love when they do stuff like that you know, um, they had fun coming up with that idea. Yeah, and, he just so, raises so up. And, yeah. and just the idea that he's so moved by his own movie from <laughs> who even knows how long ago. But like, uh, well, despite its peaceful message, uh, it kind of sparks a bloodlust in Beavis and Butthead, who are just excited that you can make animated videos where people get stabbed. And um, they uh, decide to just draw several dead people over and over again. Um, Like, you know, some of them getting stabbed. They get shot by airplanes, like ripped apart by a dog. And like Beavis goes like into a full on trance, as you might expect. Just like, yeah, draw a massacre, massacre, massacre. Like just 
And, and that's a great, it's almost like, like a Cornholio transformation, like with the way his head's shaking and everything. It's a nice touch. Um, and um, I don't know why it reminded me of this. Um, I don't know if, do you remember the writings of a man named Sung Hui Cho? No. Well, uh, uh, this guy, uh, as an undergrad at Virginia Tech University, in 2007, uh, well, he embarked on what was at the time the largest uh, mass shooting in uh, American history since topped, you know, hooray America. But um, after it came out, um, he had taken like these playwriting classes and just I, I feel like you can laugh about it now because it's like 15 years ago. But I remember like seeing it after two days and re- it was so comic. Like he wrote a story called Richard McBeef. Like that was the character's name. And just um, I just kind of got vibe like that's kind of what. Now, I don't think Beavis is a, a killer necessarily, but I kind of like that's it's almost kind of what you get. Yeah, that's kind of what you get when you give him a creative out- creative outlet. Um, also, if you can find it, um, uh, if you can find the something awful annotated Richard McBeef, which came out three days after the massacre, I might say. I read it just a couple days ago. Fantastic. Really okay. funny stuff. But um, anyway, um, they, they get to they show their videos in class. Uh, Cassandra starts with her video about the life and death of a flower, which she actually pitched. If you'll remember when they, when they started in the, the AV room, Van Driesen said, excellent, or something like, excellent idea about showcasing the, the decay of a rose, Cassandra. Mm-hmm. So nice bit of reincorporation. And, um, but after that, uh, a, a video that Beavis and Butt had made that I guess Mike Judge animated himself also i believe i heard from late night morning wood they showed and it is properly horrifying it's just yeah like i said like just two men i think one of them has his head on fire at one point and there's like a a triton stabbing them there's like a play like and i really love mike judge's voice work as van Driesen, like watching just oh oh my and at one point he was just like oh like almost like if he was watching this in private, I feel like it would be like the the infamous Nicolas Cage eight millimeter scene when he's watching the snuff film. Just oh god, the, the, I feel like this would have really messed him up in private. But um, after you know showing it in class, uh, he says the film. He claims the film is attuned to uh, a certain aspect of our fragmented modern society, and uh, even says that it's cool. Um, and despite all that, and despite how much they enjoyed the process, uh, Beavis and Butthead are upset that all their drawings were just, you know, caught, drawn down into like this 18 second movie. And it, it gets the, uh, well, they, they get the title of the episode. They declare animation sucks. Um, I like this one a lot. I will say, um, it kind of depressed me in a way I didn't expect. Sorry to go into personal story territory, but let's just like, you just kind of look back and watch this. This is a genuinely cool thing that Van Driesen is doing. Like he's telling you like, like draw these and I'll make it into a movie. Just, just two. And um, I'm trying to think back to like me at age 15. Now, Adam, as you know, um, 
if there's one thing, I don't think there's anything on the on on the planet that I do worse than draw. So never would this have been productive to me. But I feel, but it's still like cool to like have like you know this this outlet. And I just like how would I have reacted? And it occurred to me I probably would have said something along the lines of "This is gay," and just you know, problematic language aside, you know, I'm now 38 years old and aspire to do something creative when in reality, like, well, that's like, I, I fancy myself like, oh, I'm a creative person. But in reality, I recently told you that I wanted to start doing a YouTube channel of Beavis and Butthead essays, but decided against it simply because I don't know how to edit video. And you might be thinking, yeah, he probably never took a video editing course. Nope, took two. <laughs> so, and well, only so if there was a, like, resource with infinite on how to's as well it, yeah yeah well that's yeah i i don't know but it, it's just but now yeah yeah the closest thing i have to a creative outlet now is just can you imagine if the b-52 sang song too i think it might sound a little something like this yeah you gotta hassle yeah. my ass because i'm not yeah not on your oh wait table. wait i will i will point out i'll include at the end of the show but you also know i do have a pretty killer fleetwood mac parody so if you oh. stick around at the end of the show, folks, you'll hear my creativity in full tilt. But anyway, that's uh, sorted thoughts on animated, animation sucks. Most of it related to the episode, I think. But what did you think, Adam? Only thing I had to add is that um, I, I thought Van Driesen had a pretty dismissive uh, assessment of Cassandra's video, though. I don't know if you... His reaction to Cassandra's was... Hmm. Uh, or actually to her thoughts he liked yeah. the video but he asked her her thoughts on it and she's like so powerful so brief and he's just like hmm like my father yeah. <laughs> yes. he uh, did kind of just like hmm okay. he's just like I, I think that's just the guy realizing okay I think I've opened a can of worms <laughs> yeah. I don't know I am gonna move on but uh yes so uh yeah everything else you're pretty much spot on so um I'm interested to know, what did you think of the videos of this? It was Danzig Can't Speak, Julie Cruz, Rockin' Back Inside My Heart, and David Lee Roth, She's My Machine. Oh, man, so much toilet stuff in the Danzig video, and uh, I I was here for it. I love it. It's such, like these, these balls of, I don't know what they are, like orbs of something falling into sand-like substance. And um, I like they they refer to it as a toilet of the future. <laughs> but it's just I'm a water man myself. <laughs> I thought that was a great line. And uh, you know, Beavis also says that he likes to take a dump in a cat box to see the cat come and bury it. Now I haven't taken a shit in a cat box in probably twenty years, but um, I don't remember actually seeing them do it myself. I just remember my friend Gordon. Being like, why the fuck did you take a shit in this, Clay? But uh, anyway, more more great personal stuff from my teenage years. Um, also, are you familiar with the viral photo of Glenn Danzig holding kitty litter? No. There's really nothing to it. It's just like this, you know, Glenn Danzig. He's short, but he's like a big muscular guy who, like, I think liked to kick people's ass. But it's just a photo of him carrying a giant box of kitty litter that people from the internet seem to really enjoy. So, man, this almost felt like a nice another precursor to something that became big in internet culture. Um, 
Uh, Julie Cruz, um, at one point, Butthead makes something about her being in the Arrhythmics, confusing her with presumably Annie Lennox and Beavis. She's like, makes some kind of connection with urine, and he tries, eventually just goes, eh, there's something there. That's, I feel like that just says, shut up. Yeah, yeah. That's like the Mike, that's like the Mike Judge creative process, I think. I think you just assume something would happen and it didn't. He's like, yeah, there's something there. And, and, um, and this is also, this is the fifth time David Lee Roth has had a video on the show, yet he looks different enough that they ask, who is this? With Beavis even floating the theory that he looks like Miss Romano from One Day at a Time, which I looked up, a show that ran from 1975 to 1984. So how this made it on the radar of Beavis and Butthead, I don't know, but... Uh... I mean, it sounded funny. I don't. I mean, I I don't know what he's talking. I never saw the show, but it, was, I, it made me laugh all the same. I um, in the Danzig, the only thing I'd have to add is the quote of "In the future, all turds will be perfectly round." <laughs> yeah, we're still uh, not there though. And uh, if you'll remember, uh, maybe going back to the Letterman of a funny local headline, I remember the uh, one. <laughs> Congratulations, graduates. I won't mention the first name, but somebody had the last name of Plopper, which you and I uh, <laughs> laughed at a friend's house and made their <laughs> mom even laugh because like, even they were laughing. At so I apologize to all Ploppers who are listening to this, but man, that's a comical name. It's a great um, name. I'm going to take a deep dive into Julie Cruz here, Clay. Oh, th- this is your expertise. I, I, I see the floor. And this goes back, you know, I, I don't, I was wondering if you meant to do this, but Julie Cruz uh, was a touring member of the B-52s. So, Are, um, no, I did not. So look at that. What is, it's just perfect synergy, man. Yes. So if but, only we were compelling personalities, this would be the best show on the internet. <laughs> yes. Well, just wait a second here. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't have anything compelling outside to say that, unfortunately, Julie Cruz committed suicide of June 9th of this year. Oh, but, really? Uh, she was the singer of the Twin Peaks theme, and she played the um, the Roadhouse singer in the original Twin Peaks. So she collaborated with uh, David Lynch, and she came back for the recurring episode as the Roadhouse singer as well. So she had lupus, and she was in mm. a lot of pain, couldn't really walk because of it. Um, and it was kind of an assisted suicide with one of her friends. It, I, they didn't really go into much detail of what I could find. But, uh, yeah, uh, interesting stuff. Connections. I know you're a big David Lynch fan. Um, so uh, she had I'm, some I'm, hope, I'm hoping that she's learning right now that in heaven everything is fine. So R.I.P. Julie Cruz. And she was rocking inside to my heart for the first time. Okay. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I said you're not compelling, and Thank then boom, you. you nailed that. All right, we're to the end here, Adam. Best episode. What do you got? Um, I'm too big of a Letterman fan to to stray away from late night with Butthead. So, and then I watched that uh, supercut video. It got me all fired up with Letterman and Beavis and Butthead. So, um, maybe some, maybe an, an out. This is a, in wrestling when a chair was used, and then you know, late night with Butthead actually penned animation sucks uh, because of the use of the chair uh, with the Letterman video there. So okay. outside sources influenced my decision, but I'm going to say late night with Butthead. 
It was Raven's Rules. Uh, God, this is compelling. God, I know it is. Um, I'd say comedically they're about the same. I thought animation, even though it kind of bummed me out in a way that I was not expecting, um, I, I think animation sucks almost, I think, was more solid. I like getting to see the boys actually do something creative and enjoy it right up to the point where they realize they had to... It always requires a lot more work than actual output. And um, just, yeah, I, I liked the animated aspect and just, the, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll always be Stan, I guess. That's a thing people say, right? For mm-hmm. those little touches. And uh, that might have been my chair shot was the, the Van Driesen peace <laughs> sign. But, uh, yeah, so a split vote. Not our most contentious split vote, but a split vote all the same. But, Adam, you're the... Uh, guy who tells them where to get things getting our shitty outros out of the way how can they get a hold of us at butthole and joe on twitter if you search buff coat and beaver on facebook or buff coat and beaver pod at gmail.com that's how you get a hold of us play what are next week's episodes uh next week oh i should have had the document open i don't i hope i have it here on my i guess that's my fault i I, you know that is that is your domain but uh next week we are going to be discussing episodes where beavis and butthead try to acquire snacks uh the ones in question are beavis and butthead versus the vending machine and sprout but i think that's all the time we have for today unless adam has something else to say you're my snack Oh, I thought you were going to say snatch, but... um, Hey, if you want to be rich, you got to be a bitch to round it out with your Meredith Brooks. (laughs) God, this, this show kicks ass. Goodbye, everyone. Been down three times, been down four times, been down five times, been down six times, been down seven times, been down eight times, been down nine times, been down ten times, been down eleven times, been down twelve times, been down thirteen times. Been now fourteen times, been now fifteen times, been now sixteen times, been now seventeen times, been down eighteen times, been down nineteen times, been down twenty times, been down twenty-one times, been down twenty-two times, been down twenty-three times, been down twenty-four times. Mm-hmm. Never going back again.